Hi, this is Sophia Hasmik. I play Chrissy Beppo on Superman and Lois. I have been sitting here talking with Elias from the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. Been very excited, still excited, staying excited. You should be excited. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Boo. You idiot. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the man cave. Your host, Elias. Sophia, welcome to the cave. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Exciting time for you, huh? God, really, really exciting. It's felt like it's been like a whirlwind of excitement, like all the feels, all the emotions. (laughs) So, yeah, we were talking off the air before, like, you know, the listeners and the viewers know you as Chrissy from uh, Superman and Lois on CW. I mean, it's I can't wait till we dive into that. But uh, first of all, yeah, like how how exciting has this like this part been for you? Like it got picked up like right after like one episode for a second season. Yeah. Oh, my. Like that was like. I think I think we were all just like so, so like there were text messages and emails yeah. and like phone calls like flying everywhere, like from the minute it happened in the morning. And I think that it just like, I don't know, it 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 really felt so good because I know everyone had been working so hard on it, um, especially like from the minute I found out I got this part, it's just been like this cascading, like crying, smiling, laughing, like cheering. When I first found out, I was, I'm not even kidding you. I was like in a parking lot in Tarzana and I got the phone call and I didn't know what to do with myself and with all the excitement that I just started sprinting around (laughs) this parking lot, just trying to like figure out what was going on. That's awesome. Great. So, so yeah, I mean, you're in the acting world, but when I was doing some research on you, like that wasn't even like your goal at first. Now you were like into figure skating from what I saw and you were competing professionally. Like tell us a little bit about that and what kind of a turn did it take all of a sudden into acting? Well, I, I, I was hoping to be professional. I was not professional, but I was training for it. Like that was, that was, um, what I wanted to do. Um, I figure skated for about like 13 years. I started very, very young and it just kind of happened very randomly, but I really fell in love with it. Um, And, you know, I just, around like 15, 16, it was kind of like taking a toll on me and um, I ended up quitting. And it was very soon after that, that I realized that it wasn't really the, I mean, the sport is beautiful. It's, It's such a phenomenal sport, but it wasn't so much that that I'd missed. I had missed performing. I had missed yeah. being in front of an audience and storytelling and all that stuff. And so it, although it's, it seems like such a weird transition, it kind of felt very fluid to me mm-hmm. um, because it's just one is storytelling without words and one is, you know, with someone else yeah. bringing something to light. So um, devastated when I quit figure skating and then very quickly was like, no, that had to end for me to realize I needed to do this. Like, yeah. yeah. Wow. How did you fall in love with the figure skating? I, um, what's been told to me because I can't, you know, three years old, but somebody had gifted me uh, a pair of like roller skates and my parents were like, you know, they were trying to teach me. And then there was a local ice rink that's uh, since shut down around the valley. Um, and there were just lessons there for like toddlers, once wow. a week, 20 minute group lessons. And I started doing it and 
kept falling and getting back up and falling and getting back up. And then um, a coach uh, kind of approached my parents and were like, you know, she, she's kind of like a little fearless. Like maybe yeah. you want to do private lessons. And um, quickly after that, it like consumed my life. It became like a family thing every morning before school, weekends, oh, wow. competitions. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really loved it. And it's kind of interesting because it's this, same as acting um, in any form, you build a bond around the people, like with the people around you. Mm. Um, and you build this like family and this camaraderie. Um, so it's, it's very easy to fall in love with that. Uh, you mentioned, well, how old were you when you kind of stopped? 15, 17? Yeah, like uh, around like 15. Actually, I didn't even mention this. I, um, when I quit uh, competitive figure skating, um, I did theater on ice. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was a very actually important thing that like eased the transition a little more because right. that was just all performance. You know, we did, we did uh, Disney's Haunted Mansion um, and I got to play like the dead bride. And that was like my first audition ever. Like oh, wow. the girls had to audition for this one little solo part. And that's when I was like, this is what I want to do. So yeah, I was around like 15 I did theater on ice for about a year and then it kind of uh, it ended around my senior year of high school wow. did, did you ever think about like going back did you miss it at all my god I miss it all the time <laughs> I miss it I really really miss it I tried to go back like soon after I quit but I mean the thing with figures it's just it's so competitive and you need to really put everything into it mm. a lot of the girls you know were homeschooled and their entire lives were dedicated to it and you know, my, um, it, it was, it was a very difficult decision and going, trying to go back and, you know, being told that like, maybe this isn't what mm. you need to be doing. Although it was really hard for me to hear. Um, I'm so happy that my coach was honest with me and was like, yeah. mm, maybe we should, you should transition into something else. But no, I mean, a couple of years ago, I rented out a rink for like an hour somewhere in Van Nuys and just glided on the eyes. Oh. And I was like, yeah this is just, this is it. Like that feeling it's, 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 you can't compare it to a lot to anything really. So, so all this is like a journey for you. So when, like, when that ended, like, what was the next step? How did you like decide, okay, you know what, I'm going to do acting or get into acting. Um, I think I really missed um, having a creative outlet, having an outlet of any sort. Um, and I also didn't realize that I, uh, I needed that outlet because, you know, at a young age, you, uh, I don't think that you can, that it registers with you, like what certain things like feed you, yeah. um, until it's gone. And then when you try to find things to fill that void, and then in high school, we had to have, um, you know, like, a um, take like an arts class, whether if it was like art or photography or like a theater course or something. And a couple of my friends were taking a theater class. Um, and I was like, okay, like I'll join in. <laughs> and then I, it, I realized that it gave me that same feeling that like being able to emote and to express myself um, and be around people and sort of build a community. And I was like, this is, this is what I need. Um, so that's kind of what it was. I mean, I think I kind of like lucked out in the fact that like, I sort of happen into it. Like, it's just yeah. like, 
if my friends took like a different class, I don't know where I would have been. Hopefully I would have found it somewhere down the road. Um, but I'm really glad that it, it sort of stacks the deck that way. Yeah. So after going, after doing like theater and like lessons and everything, what was like your goal at first? Was it like just to go out audition? Like what was the plan? Um, I don't even think if I was thinking so much about auditions, I think yeah. I got really I really fell in love with like the world of theater. Okay. Um, and so immediately after uh, my senior year, I started, um, I tried to really focus on that. I was in a play in, in my, I think it was my senior year of high school. I actually, I'm sure it was my senior year of high school. And it got to go and perform in Scotland at the theater festival over there, the mm -hmm. Edinburgh Theater Festival. And that was like my first taste of um, sort of like, being a working actor, you know, we weren't getting yeah. paid, but it was that like feeling of, oh my God, I'm, I'm traveling for work. I get to like show this to people like with this incredible, you know, cast of, of my friends. And um, I really wanted to continue that feeling. But quite honestly, after I did that, I went to UC Santa Barbara as a business economics major because theater and acting was so far from the world that my parents grew up and they were like, you're not going to be an actor. We're going to, you tried to be a figure skater. That was ridiculous. Like now you want to be an actor. That's ridiculous. So they were very much like, you need to do something stable. So I went to UCSB and I did that for a year and I was not happy and I missed that outlet. And that's when I auditioned for, um, their theater uh, conservatory there and I got my BFA there, but it was that like need. It wasn't so much about auditioning or um, I wasn't really thinking too, too much in the future. I was like, this is what I need right now for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. That's, so how did you decide to like, okay, you did theater. What's next TV film? Like what was the, the next step that you took? Um, next step that I took, I mean, I, I don't even, I don't even know. Like after I graduated, I was very focused on theater, I think. Um, but I was very lucky again that my, uh, my, I was like joking around with my cousin in her neighborhood, like at my, my grandmother's house and her neighbor sort of like caught eye of us and approached us and we started talking and I mentioned to her that you know I got my um I got my BFA in acting and yeah. all this stuff and she's the one who introduced me to actually my first agent yeah. um and that's kind of when it started it started with commercials and like small little things in tv and and small little parts in movies and it kind of like grew from from there um but it's, it's really weird when I think about it because I think that there is a lot of, lot to say about putting in all of the work. Um, and there was a moment, you know, when I was in LA and I was actually cold calling agents and trying to like, I was just like going through a role cause I didn't know what to do because mm. there, I didn't know, you know, I didn't have any contacts. Like I'm so removed from that world that I was like Googling like agents in LA like 21 and just like like emailing like to whom it may concern this is all of my stuff and right. I had a friend take headshots so I think I think there was a lot of that and then a lot of it was people taking a chance on me mm -hmm. and just weirdly enough like the combination of 
timing and hard work. Um, you know, I'm still still in the middle of it trying to figure it out, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I, I did notice that one of your projects recently was uh, Mad About You. How, <laughs> how awesome was that? Oh like, especially God. for a show that was on back in the 90s and it came back for to do another season. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable to work with like that caliber of, of actors. Um, it was just very, I didn't, I didn't believe it. I really didn't mm. believe it because I, I honestly thought that I had also bombed that audition. I was like, this is awful. Like, I can't believe I screwed it up that much. So also to get that phone call, it was like, I really was beside myself about it. And everybody was so sweet and so warm and everyone is just like, like on it, you know, you can tell there it's like a seasoned machine yeah. um, to be involved in it at, to any degree. It was really a dream come true. Has there been talks maybe to do another season? I haven't heard, heard no, I haven't heard yeah. anything about it. It would be really amazing um, to do that. It was also the first time that I had been involved in any type of like live audience situation. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like this like perfect combination of like TV and theater yeah. and watching them, um, you know, in front of a live audience and seeing how they worked. I was like, they're, they're brilliant. They're just on it. It was incredible. Big, big difference working on a set like that and working on a set like Superman uh, and Lois. Yeah. With yeah. No, with no people watching you except for like the people behind the scenes making yeah. it work. I know. And it's like dead quiet. <laughs> you can like hear things like, like pin drops or, you know, it's, it's definitely, it was definitely a little bit of a change, but I'm really lucky that I, I, somehow I'm able to have like a little bit of a taste of everything yeah. from working on like a film set to, you know, a sitcom set and to be working on this show. It's like, it has been such a learning process. Um, and I'm just so happy that I like, Oh God, I, I, I say my prayers and thank yous every day because right. I don't really know how this happened. <laughs> so, yeah. So let's jump into uh, Superman and Lois. Like how, how did you get approached for this project? Um, I, I just, I got a call from my manager, you know, talking about this audition um, and immediate, I was really excited about it because, you know, Superman and Lowe, it's just like, even just the name itself. I was like, this is big, like, this is a, this is a big deal. Um, yeah. And so it was just like an odd one audition. And then I try to like put it, you know, in the back of my head and then that turned into like can she read another scene and then I put that in the back of my head and then it was like she has a director session and I was like okay well this time we really have to <laughs> to, to, to nail it but yeah it was it was just kind of you know like any any other any other process really mm. was this a, a live audition or was a self-tape at first no it was a self-tape it was a self-tape wow. and in fact the um uh, the session after that, where I uh, got to meet like the creatives and everybody, that was also a resume. So that was a, a bit of a learning curve as well. Technology and me were not friends. So the fact yeah. that <laughs> it was able to go through, I was like, okay, that was my biggest fear. I was like, call's going to drop, internet's going to go down. <laughs> so for the self tape, like, so how did you prepare yourself to, because you do, did you know you were auditioning for Chrissy at first? I did. Yeah. yeah. I did. So like, how do you, how do you prepare for that role? Like, did you know the backstory on her? 
Um, I was given like a, a bit of a breakdown. Um, and then I think from there, it's all sort of about like um, interpretation, trying to understand like the tone of it. Um, her, I really tried to also focus on her um, relationship with Lois um, and how she really, really admires her. And um, I think that in my mind, I sort of played it as that uh, Lois was really the inspiration for her to go into journalism. So it was yeah. kind of like understanding those um, key parts of Chrissy and sort of bringing that in and giving my rendition of what I thought it would be. And then just being open to any type of direction uh, given after that. Yeah. Mm. So now speaking of the character, um, what's been like the one, like, let me rephrase this. Like, the, do you have, any, have you had any challenges for us playing this character? And what's been like your favorite thing about this character? challenges with playing this character I think I think well you know I I I would say that one of the challenges especially in the beginning or you know even moving forward it's trying to find that balance of um really being so um like I'm going to go, I'm like enamored by Lois, you know, she's starstruck. She really is. Yeah. She really looks up to this woman and, you know, for very obvious reasons and um, having Lois then come work at the Gazette with her when Chrissy's at the helm of it, trying to find that balance of like, oh my God, I love you so much. I can't believe that you're here. And also trying to maintain that level of professionalism to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, I think that was kind of a tricky thing uh, for Chrissy and for myself to like find that that happy little place of like, oh my God, I love you, you can do anything, but also like there's a certain protocol um, in Smallville when it comes yeah. to this kind of stuff. The thing I love about Chrissy is that she is very ambitious and she's so energetic and whatever she does, she really puts everything into it. Um, and I think that she's really finding um, She's really finding herself in all of this and kind of like touching back as to, to, to why she went into journalism. And I mean, and she gets to work with her idol, like, come on. And it's funny because at first, when we first saw you, we didn't know that you worked for the Smallville <laughs> Gazette. You were kind of like stalking the character. Oh my God, no. <laughs> so we're like, uh oh, who's this person? What, what are they up to? Like, like in the corner, just always staring, like very obvious yeah. about it. But that's Chrissy. You know, she can't yeah. hide. I don't think she can really hide anything that she's. But we also noticed, like, throughout the, was it a couple of weeks ago, the last episode that we saw before it took a break, how like, you went on your own now started investigating things and you're like in that dark dark parking lot and you're yeah. like looking around it's like that that's kind of be an exciting scene to film oh my god it was so exciting when i got that script i was like oh my like amazing because you can you can you felt the build-up yeah. um i hope everyone felt the build-up i i sure as heck felt the build-up um because again i think she's taking cues from lois i yeah. think that she's recognizing that um you know she has to do what she can to get the truth out of the story. Um, and I was so proud. I was so proud of that episode for her because I was like, she's doing it. Like, <laughs> yes. Like she's putting herself in there. She's getting information. She's following leads. And that's a just special thing. And I think that's going to 
really she's going to hold on to that like i'm going to hold on to that like as the episodes um progress right um so lois is played by elizabeth uh so you guys most of your scenes are with her like so how do you like describe the chemistry between you two and the way you guys feed off each other oh my god it is exactly like yeah. <laughs> Chrissy and Lois. I like, I called it from the beginning. I was like, oh, cause like, it has been so incredible working with her. I have to say, because, um, you know, she's really helped me throughout this process. The same way that Lois has sort of stepped in for Chrissy and has given her that type of encouragement. I would say the dynamic very much mirrors the dynamic of the characters so it hasn't been you know it's not been like back-breaking work to, <laughs> to make it work for the scenes it's literally just like this moment of like all right and now the cameras are rolling and we just like keep that um yeah I mean it, it's been an absolute dream has there been any bloopers between you two that you guys just start laughing at each other for maybe like a wrong line or yeah i i would say like sometimes i you know i think yeah. as like the 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 scenes keep going and and the takes keep coming um yeah. definitely there are moments of that um but i mean it's just been it's just been an absolute joy i was really you know that's what i think that you worry about or i worry about at least as an actor is like oh god i hope that chemistry is there um, having not met anybody before, like going into it, yeah. that was my biggest fear. I was like, Oh my God, I hope people like me and I, and I hope we work well together. And then the minute like day one, I was like, Oh, this is incredible. Like mm. everyone's just friendly and really wanting to produce something amazing, which, you know, I, I would say we have been. And so it's, it's been freaking rad. <laughs> yeah. So this is filmed in Vancouver. How beautiful have they made Smallville look like? It's oh it's like amazing God. for what I from what I I'm a huge Superman fan for what I see in Smallville it's like it's awesome. It is so awesome. It is so real and it looks like a small town. Yeah. Uh, it is it is so incredible to even walk around there. There's like a movie theater and a hardware store. The diner is just like detail perfect. Like everything. It, I've just been taking strolls up and down, like just kind of like taking it. And I'm like, this is, this is home. It feels like home. They've done such a marvelous job with it. Um, how many episodes have you filmed so far? Cause I know you guys are on a break right now till May 18th, but what's the, how many episodes have you filmed so far? And what's, how many more you think you'll do this year? Um, well, I know we've been, we're doing 15 episodes. Okay. Um, that's what we're doing. Um, we're almost there. <laughs> We're almost there. I mean, you know, and I think a lot of that, I think a lot of that comes from, um, you know, everybody making sure that like safety is in place yeah. uh, more than anything else. And I think like a, sort of like producing like such a great show and everything is like so meticulous. And um, I'm, I'm really like happy with all of the safety protocols that have been like put in place. And, you know, it's been a hard year um for so many reasons but the end result has been so gratifying that yeah. you just like want more and more and more and more yeah and hopefully next year we get the usual 22 23 episodes yeah oh god i just like i mean me it's weird because like i've now turned into this 
fangirl of everything yeah. where I'm just also like, oh, we have to wait to watch them because I was just looking yeah. forward to it. Cause you know, you, you get the script and you see it and then to see it come to life has just been such an absolute joy that like I was looking forward to mm. Tuesday nights. So I'm really ready for it to come back. Just think about it. Like you're in a pretty much a superhero show and things are, you know, they're, we're still in that rough patch where there's no comic cons yet or anything, but imagine if we had a San Diego comic con and you were part of that. Yeah, <laughs> Who would have thought, right? Yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine that. Yeah. I'm um, it's overwhelming. As you said that, like my heart just started beating. So <laughs> that's like the level of preparedness that I'm at right now where I'm like still, but yeah, I mean, it, it, that would have been, it would, it would have been like a totally different world, you know, totally different experience. But I have to say with what we've been given and the situation that we're in it, that excitement and that like heart pounding thing is like still there. You and We'll get through it with this whole pandemic thing and eventually things <laughs> will open up again. You, then you'll meet the crazy fans too. I'll get to meet the crazy fans. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love all yeah. the fans. Everyone's been so receptive and I think that's great. I think that's what's so awesome about the show. There's like, yeah. there's a character for everyone. You right, know what I mean? Right. It's just so across. It's just, I think that they're, all the characters are, you know, different and people mm -hmm. can attach to each of them, all of them, or, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. see themselves in whom, whomever they want. Who knows? We might see a crossover. You might end up at a different show, too. Oh, God. God. You never know. I know. I know. I'm like, what is this world that I've jumped into? It's so, so exciting. Yeah. So uh, what's next for you? Any other projects that you've worked on that you could tell us about? Right now, I'm just very much, like, very much focused on this show. Really, mm -hmm. um, really in love with the character of Chrissy and you know we're still in the process of of, of filming and I think um that's where my attention is right now yeah uh lastly uh how can the listeners find you on uh, social media um Instagram I like pretended to put my Twitter back up but I'm not really good at any of that so don't follow me on there I will have no <laughs> idea what's going on <laughs> I have not checked it in quite a while um but yeah Instagram it's just Sophia has me nice and easy Sophia this was great uh, thank you for coming on oh I appreciate it so much thank you so, so much for having me that's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.